Good day, good day, good day, listening audience. Today I'd like to talk to you about when life happens. You know, there are times when things occur in our lives that we have no answer for. We become deeply disappointed that things have not turned out the way that we thought they should turn out. And there are times when we absolutely struggle with the fact that it appears that God is not answering our prayers and it appears that God has forgotten who we are or where we are or, or even that we exist. And if we allow those things to dictate how we believe God and, and the fact that God is still in charge and that He does still love us, then we'll find ourselves in a state of doubt and unbelief and in doing so cause the adversary of our souls to allow a spirit of doubt and unbelief to overtake us. What I want to share with you today are some things that I believe will help us in times when life happens and it seems like we're forgotten, we're forsaken, and that God is just not in the business of answering our prayers during this time. There are a couple of things I want to encourage you with, and I want to use for an example John chapter 11, and it's the story of uh, how Lazarus had died. And I want you to, to notice something in particular about John chapter 11 if you have time to follow along. I want you to notice a couple of things that when John 11 opens, it is specific about who the people are that's involved in this particular situation. We're told that the sisters of Lazarus was the Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair and whose brother Lazarus was sick. Now, that's a whole nother story. And we know that when Mary anointed the Lord with that fragrant oil and she wiped his feet with her hair, that that was a, a significant moment. And wow, if, if I could have been in the room during that time of, of worship that Mary poured upon the Lord, I believe the presence of God was so thick in there. Anyway, that, that's, that's a different subject altogether. But it goes on to say that they sent word to Jesus, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. And when Jesus heard that, he said, this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now I want you to pay attention to something in verse five. It said, now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. But look at what happens in the, in the very next verse. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. For two days, he stayed where he was. And then after this, he sent, said to the disciples, let's go to Judea again. Now, I want you to see something here. The scripture plainly says that Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, and that Lazarus, Martha, and Mary loved Jesus. And it specifically said because he loved them, he delayed his coming. Did you all see that? Also, what I want you to see is the fact that he told them, he sent word to them, 
that this sickness was not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Do you all see the dynamics that are working in this particular passage? I hope you do. I'm sure you do. You can't help but see that. So his disciples were questioning, why are we going back to, to this place? This is what he said in verse 11. He said, our friend Lazarus sleep, but I go that I may wake him up. And then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleeps, he'll get well. However, Jesus spoke of his death, but they thought that he was speaking about taking rest and sleep. And then Jesus said to them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe him. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Now, I want you to see something here. Jesus told his disciples that Lazarus was sleeping, but he's going to awake him. And the scripture plainly distinguishes the fact that he was talking about he was dead. This is a topic for another podcast at a different time, but I've spoken on this uh, a couple of times on social, social media. The fact that when God names something, it is what he names it. And the fact that he named Lazarus as sleep and not dead meant just that, that Lazarus was not dead as far as he was concerned. And he's the life giver. You know, sometimes we get it twisted and we and lose uh, sight of the fact that God has all power. And just because the situation in the natural is one way does not mean that when God names it, it's not what God has named it. We've got to learn to align ourselves with what God has named a situation. Back to my point. By the time that Jesus did arrive, Martha was the one that came out and met him as soon as she heard him. Now, we already know that Martha loved Jesus and Jesus loved Martha. But here's what she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. That was her confession. And when Mary came out, she said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. How many of you have gone through situations where you you felt like, Lord, if you were really with me in this, this would not have happened. I want to encourage you with this. There are times when God will allow something to happen and it's absolutely beyond your control. And to the natural and naked eye, it would appear that God deliberately let it fail. It is times like those that you must understand that there are moments when God will allow everything that you cherished and loved to collapse so that he may be glorified when he shows up on the scene. And you got to understand, God does, God never, ever, ever move in our time. God moves in his time. And so the old saying, he may not show up when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. You must understand that that we serve an own time God and his time is never our time. Back to my point. When Jesus arrived to the scene, all hope was gone. I mean, when, when something is literally dead and is in the graveyard, it's gone. But what Jesus did and what Jesus told them was epic because when he got to the scene, Martha said, Lord, by this time, there's a stench. He's been dead four days already and Jesus told her get this did I not say to you that if you would believe you would see the glory of God hallelujah and they rolled the stone away and Jesus said a prayer and then Jesus commanded with a loud voice Lazarus come forth 
Yeah, I can remember people saying that the reason why Jesus had to say Lazarus come forth was because if he didn't, every dead body in there was gonna come back to life. Here's what I want you to know. When the issues of life happen, you love God and God loves you, you must understand and realize that God's got you and God's got the situation and he will bring it to life for the glory of God. So when life happens, the first thing you must do is never lose your faith in God. The second thing you need to do is never blame him and say, God, if you had been here, because God is always there. And then the third thing that I want to encourage you with is don't be offended at him. Now, that's a that's a whole separate podcast, too. But I just want to give you a sneak peek. It involves John the Baptist and the fact that John the Baptist sent word to Jesus and asked him, are you the Messiah or do I need to look for someone else? And in essence, what Jesus told him was, blessed is the man that's not offended in me. That's, a, that's, a, that's the next podcast. But for this one, sometimes God will allow life to happen to us so that he can get the glory because there are others that need to see the power of God demonstrated in your life that's connected to you so that they can receive Christ in a greater way. Have a great day.